Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome, me is Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. The Vol Report brought to you by Vassy Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive and love talking to Jacob each and every week. Vassy Lawn and Garden. Go to Vassy.com. Jacob, how are you, sir? Doing great, man. Again, I can't complain. I'm living the life. Summer's coming right around the corner, so I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, we were talking about a little vacay before we got started. So you've, you've got me thinking of, of the beach as well. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we're about a year away from you getting drafted. And uh, that's that's pretty exciting. But now you can enjoy it for your teammates and, yeah. and getting drafted. And Tennessee is definitely a presence in the NFL draft. Uh, how excited are you to see where players end up? Man, I think that... It's just it's time, right? There, there's been all this work that all these guys have done, and um, you've watched a lot of guys climb, right? You've watched Hendon climb, you've watched even Jalen and, and Byron and all them, and Darnell as they've performed and as they've shown through this whole process, just kind of the players they are, but also just kind of the people they are. Um, you've watched them climb up the boards, and just exciting to see where they go. Obviously, you know, the potential to be a first day guy is huge, regardless of whether they're first round, second round, whatever. Um, but super excited just to kind of see where they end up and. Um, hopefully they're all they're all pushing first round, and we'll see what happens. You knew this time a year ago that you were, you were going to eventually get drafted, and and you know now that you're going to get drafted. But do you follow any of the coverage? Because some of it, some of the draft coverage is comical. It's such such smokescreen stuff. Do you, right. do you follow it? I don't follow it much. I mean, I I can't help but see things on Twitter and stuff of like mock drafts that you know different guys have you know people going at different times or whatever. Um, I think that's obviously probably something that, you know, once it comes around next year, I'll be paying more attention to. And if I had made the decision to leave this year, would obviously be paying more attention to, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's right. It's do mock drafts mean anything? Probably not, but you know, it's cool. It's definitely cool to look and just see kind of what everybody's saying about the guys and, 
you know, a lot of people have had a lot of, of positive, good things to say about our guys. So um, can't be mad at that, I guess. Yep. And you can check out Caleb Calhoun's uh, uh, mock draft on offthehooksports.com. We'll see if he gets one of them right. It, it, is, it is a very unusual thing to come out of school when you think about it. I mean, I had a choice of where I wanted to work. Mm-hmm. Basically, have no choice. It's one of 32 cities. That's kind of a bizarre place for a young man to be. Yeah, and I feel like at the end of the day, like it's this is a question that you always get is, okay, where do you want to play? Where do you want to get drafted? And like, man, whoever's going to pay the bills and wherever I'm going to have the best opportunity to, to be my best, right? There's a lot of different offensive schemes. And if you're a defensive guy, there's a lot of different defensive schemes and different ways that you can fit into a system. And it's all about finding the right fit. And um, kind of wherever that is, you know, whether you're you know, on the West Coast, East Coast, you're down South somewhere, like, they're paying the bills. You're going to be there, right? Like that's your job now. So, so it's a matter of just adapting and, and you know, being able to, to go with the flow, I guess. Yeah. Suddenly a city like Seattle seems less rainy. Yeah. And they're, right. and they're paying you a couple of million dollars. I don't care about the rain. <laughs> I'm getting paid, right? I know, <laughs> you know, it gets cold up North. Right. But again, they're paying, the, they're paying the heat bill. I don't really care. Yeah. I can, I can, I can buy coats for sure. I've never asked you this. Was there a, a tight end at all when 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 you fit into that position, you knew that was your position. Mm-hmm. So one that you looked at and maybe patterned your game after in, in the NFL at all? Man, like it was weird kind of growing up and and even still a little bit now, getting more into it now, but like just didn't watch a lot of ball, right? Um obviously the more that I've played and the more that I've developed just a love for the game, um, have gotten more into it. Um but I mean, dude, I don't know. I remember being a big fan of of, um, of Megatron, Calvin Johnson, right back in the day. And he not a tight end, but could probably be a tight end. <laughs> yeah, he could he could have put on like ten pounds and been a right. tight end. Um, but I mean, just just more recently, as I, as I mentioned, getting into watching the game and being a student of the game, I really like CJ Ozoma, man. He he plays for the Jets now, but uh, when he was playing at Cincinnati, um, obviously big fan of George Kittle, just his aggressiveness and. Um, ability to just move people right in the box and be that guy that just kind of goes in there and throws his hat in there. And then obviously everybody loves watching Travis Kelsey, um, just what he does in space and um, the, the plays that he makes with the ball in his hands are, are pretty crazy. And, you know, he puts his team in a winning position every single week and um, kind of being able to mold your, your game after somebody like that, who literally changes the game, right. He, he adds a whole nother element to the game and um, can do so many different things, multifaceted. So, um, a guy like that is definitely someone that I think all of us younger tight ends are, are are looking up to. Please hit that like and subscribe button. We certainly appreciate that. If you haven't already, the Vol Report with Jake Warren brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Go to Bassey.com. Um, as, as far as watching this draft process, maybe a little bit closer than you did last year and having more teammates that are involved in the process, what do you what do you feel like you've learned by staying around another year, maybe in this first four months or so of, of the 2023 calendar year? Um, I think just kind of learned what that process kind of is all about, at least the the beginning stages of it, right? Because I start going through the beginning stages of it early in January and, and, and December where, you know, you're thinking about agents and you're, and you're looking at, you know, are, what type of agent is this? Is this, is this one that would be good or, or bad or whatever? How do I decipher you know, what kind of agent I want? And then moving on to the training process, right? Went through a whole 
season of training, right? Not necessarily as intense as it would have been if I was if I was really doing the draft, but um, man, trying to push myself in the off season, that January to March March zone, where you know I'm working out extra and I'm I'm doing all these things and I'm getting around guys that are training for the draft and I can kind of see what they're going through firsthand and kind of what the commitment level is um, in their preparation process. Um, but other than that, man, just kind of. I don't know. I think I, I've I've recognized that a lot of the guys are just kind of enjoying just going and going to work and and truly being able to focus on just ball and just being the best version of themselves. Um, has been really cool, and I think that's exciting to look forward to. Is you know, there's no more school for them. There's no more you know class and and worrying about you know showing up on time for tutoring appointments and stuff like that. They're able to just go and and uh, train and just and just get better, man, and just get, get ready for their career in the NFL. So. Um, that's kind of just a couple of things I noticed. By the way, Jacob uh, won uh, an award. We want to certainly get to that. I remind you that Bassey Lawn and Garden is right there in Cleveland. It's a close drive to Nashville, Knoxville, or Chattanooga. If you're replenishing your industrial fleet of mowers or uh, perhaps your commercial fleet, uh, they've also got residential as well. I'd highly recommend you check it out because with their buying power, you you will save a ton of money. Go to Bassey.com. That's Bassey Lawn and Garden. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Jacob wins so many awards that I have trouble keeping up with it. All right, all right. <laughs> I mean, I've got a set. I've got a pegboard with a separate chart, but no, you have one on. But c- congratulations, the National Football Foundation, um, the the Hampshire Honor Society. For those that don't know what that is, you and Paxton Brooks were named members to that. Yeah. What, what is what does that mean to you? Um, man, stuff like that. Is amazing just because, you know, that's something that I know people that, that care about, about Jacob as a person and people that care about my future and just kind of who I am um, makes them really proud, right? I, I get a lot of texts. I get a lot of calls from my extended family and, and my family members and just people that, that really care about me. And are all, they're always like, man, this means way more than what you do on the field to us, at least, right? To the people that care about you, this means the world. And um, man, it's cool to hear. And obviously that's something I'm proud of too, right? Like I love being recognized for things other than, than ball. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's great, man. And obviously Paxton very, very well deserving of that as well. Um, Cause you know, we're, we're kind of been, you know, we've been really close ever since we got here, right? We were, we were freshman year roommates and, and roommates all the way until pretty much he left. Um, and so kind of just watching him work and he, he really taught me a lot about, about working hard, man, and truly committing to, to what you're doing. Um, and obviously I hope that really pays off for him and it should, um, coming up here in the next few days, hopefully he gets picked up and, and finds a home to play. And, um, yeah, man, I just, like I said, it makes me happy because I know it makes my people proud and, and that's what, that's what we're doing it for. So any other awards you're up for that you've got your fingers crossed? Well, I mean, not really, I guess there's this thing at the university called volunteer distinction, and um, I won that in my, I got in my undergraduate before I graduated um, the first time. <laughs> and so does anybody else get to win awards on this team? I got recognized for it again, uh, just for my master's degree stuff. And it was funny because I got the email about it and I sent it to my mom and I, I said, back to back. <laughs> That's two times. <laughs> she thought it was cool. But you get a little pen and so now I have two pens, which would be really cool. Um, but just, yeah, man, just different things like that, that not a, not a lot of people know about, but I take a lot of pride in for sure. Well, kudos to you. And you have to have a 3.2 GPA to, to win the, the latest award. The I believe yeah. it's the NFF Hampshire Honor Society. 
Um, so you you passing by three point two, you zooming on by that, or where where are we there? I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not trying to like whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm well beyond that. I think <laughs> <laughs> I figured you were. Uh, I'd say three point two was a while ago, and you zoom by that. Yeah. Um, let's get to football for a second. One of the great things about the transition, I think, from Hendon Hooker to Joe Milton is the fact that you guys know Joe Milton. Uh, yeah. How how advantageous is that as opposed to a guy that you don't know at all? Yeah, I think that what's crazy and like I don't I don't think people forget, but you know, it's not necessarily something that's really talked about a lot is is Joe was the guy, right? Like he was the guy that was going into that season, our very first season hyping and starting, right? And and so we have prepared a fall camp with him thinking, you know, with him being the guy and obviously, you know, whatever happens injured and then Hendon, Hendon takes over and Hendon obviously takes the reins and, and does an amazing job. But like Joe has been so present throughout this whole thing and, and truly has been a leader for the last, you know, what, two and a half, three years, however long we've all been here together with, with hype. Um, and man, so it's like not even skipping a beat, right? It, it's so normal and it's so, you know, regular for us to be around Joe and for Joe to be leading and be in front of all the guys. And um, so it should be an extremely smooth transition for us in the fall, for sure. Well, I, I asked that question too, because we're in this transfer portal period yeah. in, in which some programs look at their quarterback situation. It's not like yours. And yeah. they're like, oh, we got to do something. Right. So how challenging would it be if Joe Milton – your projected starter for the fall is just showing up now. And you just met Joe Milton as of end of April. I guess it would depend on how Joe Milton is. You know what I mean? I think that Joe Milton would probably handle it pretty well. Cause Joe could come in and command a room. Obviously it would be, it'd be a little different, you know, just um, a trust level wise, you know what I mean? It'd be hard to, to adapt that quickly. But I mean, at the same time as like, man, football is, has shown me that, regardless of, of who someone is and, and what happens and when they get there, the second that you step on the field with someone and you, and you have that shared experience and you go through adversity with each other, like the bond that you build is, is actually pretty insane. Just, I don't know. It, it's hard. It's really weird to think about. And it's kind of hard to understand if you've never felt it, but um, going through something like fall camp and like these, you know, off season workouts with, with someone and especially someone that you're going to call a leader is, is super impactful for, how much you trust them and how much you believe that they're going to be able to, you know, get their job done. And that's what the game is all about is trusting the guys around you. So um, again, I, I think it's definitely amazing and advantageous that Joe has been around and he's been with us. Um, but yeah, you get a transfer quarterback, you're going to have to make it work regardless. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to be back there snapping the ball. And so uh, luckily we don't really have to deal with that right now. Well, you spoke to the leadership, but just how challenging would it be just strictly a quarterback, pass catcher yeah chemistry standpoint yeah it's just you know it would just be a lot of work right you have to put you'd have to put in extra hours and that's even still something that we're gonna have to do with joe you're gonna have to put in extra hours you're gonna have to get comfortable and there's gonna be you know maybe mistakes that are made along the way and that's super normal right like that's just part of the game um but i think yeah if you if you get the right guy in the portal or whatever then he's willing to work and the wide receivers are willing to work with that and the running backs on their meshes and the offensive line getting used to hearing the guy making calls and you know it's just ball at the end of the day. So, um, you know, if you get the right guy in the portal, which again, obviously great that we don't have to, but if that, if that were the instance and we had to get there, if we got a guy and he was the right guy, then I think it would, it would work out just fine. So for those that don't know, a lot of the times you'll, you'll run seven on seven in the summers, mm -hmm. um, which isn't full contact theoretically. 
So that's up to you guys. <laughs> right. um, so w- when you're running sevens, as opposed to spring camp, yeah. can you, as a skill position player, mm-hmm. can you accomplish as much as a tight end wide receiver, running back quarterback, as you do during spring? Is that an equal opportunity for growth? So I think that there is, um, man, there's different, different benefits to it. Right. In the spring you have pads on, you can, you know, use your body, get physical and the defenders can, can use their body to be physical as well. They can grab and they can hold and they can, you know, be physical at the top of your route. I think you get something like seven on seven where nobody has pads, no one has a helmet. Um, but we're still playing full speed. We're playing fast. We're making fast decisions. It forces you almost to be, um, less physical, right? Like you can't run into people and you can't push off and you, they can't really grab you because there's nothing really for them to grab. So like that just forces you to be better with your footwork and I have to be better at the top of my routes. And, you know, I can't get as close to him when I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Trying to do this or do that. Cause I know at the top of my route, he's going to try to grab me. So now I'm going to try to win with speed or I'm going to try to work a different move. And, you know, those are all things that you might not necessarily have to do if you, if you were in full pads. So um, being able to get those reps and, and just do that against, you know, against each other and just make each other better in the summer is is definitely mm-hmm. super valuable going into the fall. So how much trash talking goes on because there's no coaches around and those those right. summer those summer workouts maybe I've snuck into one or two but they always seem they yeah. they seem a little more casual and at times incredibly intense. Yeah. So that just kind of depends, right? Like you said there's no coaches, right? It's it's a dead period for them. They're not allowed to be out there with us, but at the same time it's like man, we in, especially as the older guys, right? We're talking about leadership, like we know what it's supposed to look like for the most part. We know, you know, what ha, kind of how things are supposed to happen. And and so, you know, we're out there kind of teaching ourselves and, and coaching ourselves. And, um, yeah, man, some days you get out there and it's just, you know, you and your buddies and you're playing against one of your one of your boys across the way and, you know, hey, good rep or, or whatever. But then you get some days where, man, we're all young men and we're all out there competing and it gets a little intense and you need days like that, I think. But at the same time, as, as long as we're all out there and just, you know, trying to make each other better and trying to get better ourselves. I think that, you know, it's all, it's all just, it's just a game, man. How often do you see glimpses of special playmaking ability? Like last summer, did you see a Jalen Hall? Like, Whoa, he could be really good. Did- well, that's the thing is, 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 you know, what you, what kind of what you're working with at this point in the year. Right. And until and so you get these new guys, right. You get these new guys in coming in in May and, you know, there may be a couple of them that kind of jump off the page and, and really surprise you with their speed or with, you know, their hands, they make a big catch or, um, you know, just different things like that. But, uh, you know, right now we know what we're going into in the summer with, right. We're going in with our guys and we know that, you know, there's some people that are just going to be really fast and they're going to make crazy plays. And it's kind of just like, Oh, wow. It almost kind of maybe, maybe gets you more excited for the fall. Right. It, it, it's um, something to look at as, as, I, don't know, I think you kind of you kind of understand what I'm saying. It's more anticipation and, and building up the excitement to get to fall camp where we can put those pads back on and get ready to really go play games. And so that's kind of what I look forward to. Right, he is Jacob Warren. The Vol Report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Guard Man Alive. It's worth it. Rob. Please hit that like and subscribe button. We open up to more and more people. And uh, we'll talk to Jacob each and every week. I love doing that. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.